Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about generators for off-grid or even for backup power. Yes, generators. So generators are a great tool to have, right? If the power goes down or if you're living off the grid, you have pretty much instant power, right? As long as you got gasoline, you can start it up and you have power. Um, but here is a little problem I find a lot of people get themselves into. They buy the biggest generator they can get. <laughs> and it might seem like that's okay, but really, in a sense, it's not. And I'll explain why. So a bigger generator will consume more gasoline, okay? Because a bigger generator can produce normally a lot more power right than a smaller generator so it consumes a lot more gas and if you're not powering things that require that type of generator there is you know really no need to have a big generator because you're kind of wasting money and gas for no reason right so um you know if you're just using it for backup needs to run only a couple things then really you can get away with a smaller generator for one it's going to be a lot cheaper to buy and the gasoline to run it will also be cheaper right but if you do have a lot of things that's going to require a lot of power or you foresee in the future that you're going to have a lot more things that you need to run on that generator then a bigger generator would make sense maybe buying a bigger generator for the future as you grow and you add more loads into your home and you need to power um then maybe that would make sense um but if you're only you know using it for lights or maybe to run like a little ref um like a refrigerator um or even like a little deep freeze uh you don't need a big generator there's just really no need for it right um you know that's the thing so because i do have multiple generators when i first started living off grid um, that's what I was living on, right? I was running a generator nonstop. It was just, oh, I, I will never go back to a generator, only for <laughs> like emergencies. Um, but the point is, is that I've had an opportunity to try different generators, small and big. And I do notice with the bigger generators, they just consume a lot more gasoline. Uh, it's just, it seems like I was spending a lot more money to power the things that I needed to power. Um, when I could have easily used a smaller generator. Now, the other thing I should point out is different brands of generators, um, they consume gasoline gasoline at a different rate. So meaning they use gasoline, um, some use less, some use more, right? Um, but more or less for the uh, purposes of this podcast, the bigger ones will you know use uh, more um, gasoline. But I do find different brands, even if I was to get, say, um, two separate brands of the same, um, say, uh, size as far as wattage and stuff, um, I do notice that um, some generator brands run a little bit more efficient um, with their gasoline than others, right? Um, so that's something to also kind of maybe think about. So if you're looking to buy a generator, first figure out what you're going to need as far as how big of a generator you're going to need. But also maybe do some research to compare them against another brand and maybe do some online research to find out what kind of gas they're consuming, 
right? Because it can really, you know, the, the amount of money that you're spending on gasoline can definitely add up over time. And it can add up to quite a lot of money. And so that's one of those things. Um, but there is absolutely some brands of generators that have been proven. Yeah, they might use. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. A little bit more gas, but they're really good generators, right? Um, so I, I don't want to go into too much details, but I'll give you two two brand names that are pretty decent. Um, they've been out for a really long time, and they make a whole bunch of different type of generators. There is the Honda. Honda makes a really nice line of generators from very small to pretty big, right? And I think the other one was, um, what is it called? Uh, Bridge and Stratton. Uh, they also make a really good generator. Um, I have used um, Champion generators. Um, the, the, I think the Champion generators are mostly from like Costco or from um, some automotive um, stores. Um, but um, I have actually lived on a uh, Champion generator for over a year. I still have that generator today. And it's been over six years. We're going we're going past six years now, right? But I haven't been using it every day, right? Only the first year um, I was using it quite a bit. Um, but yeah, you know, um, be cautious of the generators that you're thinking about purchasing. Um, there's just no need to get a big big boy unless uh, you absolutely need it, you know. Um, and, and plan for the future. You know, I'd hate for you to go get a small generator and then you realize you've been adding a lot of things into the home that needs power. And then when it comes time to use that generator, it might be underpowered, right? So it's a fine line between um, what your what type of needs you have and um, how much you're willing to spend on gasoline. Now, the other thing that you need to think about is the maintenance on the generator, right? Uh, you will have to replace spark plugs. Spark plugs don't last long, uh, especially in generators. Uh, so think about that. You might want to have backups or extra on hand for when they... Um, you know, start to fall out, you can go ahead and replace them. Uh, the other thing is oil. Um, generators require replacing the oil a lot more often than a vehicle, obviously. It's a smaller engine compared to a car. Um, also, it takes a lot less oil, but um, you will be changing the oil a lot more often, especially if you're really using the generator quite a bit. Um, like, for instance, like maybe you're using it daily to power your lights or power your home or whatever it may be. Um, you know, you want to keep up on the maintenance of it because the better maintenance you keep on your generator, the longer you will get out of that generator, right? So your investment gets stretched a lot longer um, before it breaks, right? Because generators will break at some point. They all do. I don't care which brand you have. They will all break down at some point. There will be a problem and then you're going to have to address it by um, doing, you know, pre-maintenance. Um, you can kind of um, prevent a lot of that from happening and just visually and checking, checking things. Um, also, another problem is air filters. Check your air, air filter. You know, um, you'd be surprised how fast the air filter gets dirty and you wonder why it won't start because it's starved for oxygen. Right. So um, make sure you check your air, air filters, um, maybe have one on extra on hand. Just clean them out with, um, from time to time. Just, you know, keep it in really good operation so that way you don't have problems. The last thing you want to do is come home from work or you have a long day of doing whatever you're doing and it's getting dark and you go to try to start your generator to run your home or whatever you got to do and it won't start. That is the worst. That's the worst feeling ever because then you're you're stressed, right? Like, oh no, what's wrong now? And you know you're running out of daylight. <laughs> so um, maintenance can go a long way with a generator for sure. 
So anyway, guys, just wanted to kind of go over um, some of the aspects of generators. I'm very familiar with them. A lot of you are as well. Um, and for those of you that are kind of maybe newer to it or just kind of getting warmed up to the idea of um, having a backup generator for emergency purposes or living off the grid, um, consider these points that I have pointed out. It will save you a lot of headache and time and money in the long run. So thanks, guys, for tuning into the podcast. Stay tuned. We have a lot more episodes coming up. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast, available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY, inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash freeyourmind. And there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.